Today is the eighth day of November. Welcome to Psalms Cast. I am Denise. It is my pleasure. It is an honor and a joy to be here with you today as we continue our journey through the entire book of Psalms this month. If you have just found this podcast, welcome. Sit back and enjoy God's Word pouring into your life. Our next steps will take us on a journey today through Psalm 8, Psalm 38, Psalm 68, Psalm 98, and Psalm 128. We are reading from the Names of God Bible. It is a unique translation because each time we encounter one of the many names of our Lord God, it will be presented to us in the Hebrew translation, Hebrew pronunciation. No worries, though, because before we dive into each chapter of the Psalms, I will share with you each name and the meaning at the beginning of the chapter. But first, let's do as we do every day and invite the Lord to journey with us to be our guide into His Word. Heavenly Father, we thank You. We thank You that You are gathering us here into Your presence right now because we desire desperately to draw near to You. You know the circumstances of each of our lives. You know our needs. You know our thoughts. You know our motives. And Lord, we thank You that we You invite us into relationship. You invite us to come and talk to You, to reason with You, to ask You questions, to ask You to lead us, to guide us, to give us comfort, to give us wisdom, to show us which way to go. Lord, as we dive into Your Word, we ask that You would spark joy inside of us and that Your Word would surround us with a peace, a peace that surpasses anything that man could offer. So we open our hearts and we open our minds right now to you. We desire that your Holy Spirit within us is doing a transforming work. So we ask humbly, lead us, Lord, guide us, illuminate as we journey today. The names of God we will encounter in Psalm 8 are Yahweh, which means I am, and Adonai, which means Lord. Psalm 8, a psalm by David. O Yahweh, our Adonai, how majestic is your name throughout the earth! Your glory is sung above the heavens. From the mouths of little children and infants, you have built a fortress against your opponents to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the creation of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have set in place, what is a mortal that you remember him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than yourself. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him rule what your hands created. You have put everything under his control, all the sheep and cattle, the wild animals, the birds, the fish, whatever swims in the currents of the sea. O Yahweh, our Adonai, how majestic is your name throughout the earth. The names of God that we will encounter in Psalm 38 are Yahweh, 
which means I am, Elohim, which means Supreme One and Mighty One, Adonai, which means Lord. Psalm 38, a psalm by David to be kept in mind. O Yahweh, do not angrily punish me or discipline me in your wrath. Your arrows have struck me. Your hand has struck me hard. No healthy spot is left on my body because of your rage. There is no peace in my bones because of my sin. My guilt has overwhelmed me. Like a heavy load, it is more than I can bear. My wounds smell rotten. They fester because of my stupidity. I am bent over and bowed down very low. All day I walk around in mourning. My insides are filled with burning pain, and no healthy spot is left on my body. I am numb and completely devastated. I roar because my heart's in turmoil. You know all my desires, O Edonai, and my groaning has not been hidden from you. My heart is pounding. I have lost my strength. Even the light of my eyes has left me. My loved ones and my friends keep their distance, and my relatives stand far away because of my sickness. Those who seek my life lay traps for me. Those who are out to harm me talk about ruining me. All day long they think of ways to deceive me. But I am like a person who cannot hear and like a person who cannot speak. I am like one who cannot hear and who can offer no arguments. But I wait with hope for you, O Yahweh. You will answer, O Adonai, my Elohim. I said, Do not let them gloat over me. When my foot slips, do not let them promote themselves at my expense. I am ready to fall. I am completely aware of my pain. I confess my guilt. My sin troubles me. My mortal enemies are growing stronger. Many hate me for no reason. They pay me back with evil instead of good, and they accuse me because I try to do what is good. Do not abandon me, O Yahweh. O my Elohim, do not be so distant from me. Come quickly to help me, O Adonai, my Savior. The names of God that we will encounter in Psalm 68 are... Yahweh, meaning I am, Elohim, which means Supreme One or Mighty One, Yah, which is a short form of the personal name of God, Yahweh, Ab, which means Father, Adonai, which means Lord, Shaddai, which means the Almighty of God, Yah Elohim is the abbreviated form of Lord God, El is a generic word for God that could be used for any God. Yahweh Adonai, which means Sovereign Lord. Melech, which means King. Psalm 68, a psalm by David, a song. Elohim will arise. His enemies will be scattered. Those who hate him will flee from him. Blow them away like smoke. Let wicked people melt in Elohim's presence like wax next to a fire. But let righteous people rejoice. Let them celebrate in Elohim's presence. Let them overflow with joy. 
Sing to Elohim. Make music to praise His name. Make a highway for Him to ride through the desert. Yah is His name. Celebrate in His presence. The Elohim, who is in His holy dwelling place, is Ab of the fatherless and the defender of widows. Elohim places lonely people in families. He leads prisoners out of prison into productive lives. But rebellious people must live in an unproductive land. O Elohim, when you went in front of your people, when you marched through the desert, the earth quaked and the sky poured in the presence of the Elohim of Sinai, in the presence of Elohim of Israel. You watered the land with plenty of rain, O Elohim. You refreshed it when your land was exhausted. Your flocks settled there. Out of your goodness, O Elohim, you provide it for oppressed people. Adonai gives instructions. The women who announce the good news are a large army. They say, The kings of the armies flee. They run away. The women who remain at home will divide the goods. Though you stayed among the sheep pens, you will be like the wings of a dove covered with silver, its feathers with yellow gold. Meanwhile, Shadonai was still scattering kings there like snow falling on Mount Zalman. The mountain of Bashan is the mountain of Elohim. The mountain of Bashan is the mountain with many peaks. Why do you look with envy, you mountains with many peaks, at the mountain where Elohim has chosen to live? Certainly Yahweh will live there forever. The chariots of Elohim are 20,000 in number, thousands upon thousands. Adonai is among them. The God of Sinai is in his holy place. You went to the highest place. You took prisoners captive. You received gifts from people, even from rebellious people, so that Yah Elohim may live there. Thanks be to Adonai, who daily carries our burdens for us. El is our salvation. Our El is the El of victories. Yahweh Adonai is our escape from death. Certainly Elohim will crush the heads of his enemies and destroy even the hair on the heads of those who continue to be guilty. Adonai said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, so that you, my people, may bathe your feet in blood, and the tongues of your dogs may lick the blood of your enemies. Your festival processions, O Elohim, can be seen by everyone. They are the processions of my Elohim, my Malik, into the holy place. The singers are in front. The musicians are behind them. The young women beating tambourines are between them. Thank Elohim, Yahweh, the source of Israel with the choirs. Benjamin, the youngest, is leading them. Next, the leaders of Judah with their noisy crowds. Then the leaders of Zebulon. Then the leaders of Naphtali. Your Elohim has decided you will be strong. Display your strength, O Elohim, as you have for us before. Kings will bring you gifts because of your temple high above Jerusalem. 
threaten the beast who is among the cattails, the herds of bulls with the calves of the nations, until it humbles itself with pieces of silver. Scatter the people who find joy in war. Ambassadors will come from Egypt. Sudan will stretch out its hand to Elohim in prayer. You kingdoms of the world, sing to Elohim. Make music to praise Adonai. Elohim rides through the ancient heavens, the highest heavens. Listen, he makes his voice heard, his powerful voice. Acknowledge the power of Elohim. His majesty is over Israel and his power is in the skies. Elohim, the El of Israel, is awe-inspiring in his holy place. He gives strength and power to his people. Thanks be to Elohim. The names of God we will encounter in Psalm 98 are Yahweh, which means I am, Elohim, which means Supreme One or Mighty One, and Malik, which means King. Psalm 98, a psalm. Sing a new song to Yahweh because He has done miraculous things. His right hand and His holy arm have gained victory for Him. Yahweh has made His salvation known. He has uncovered His righteousness for the nations to see. He has not forgotten to be merciful and faithful to Israel's descendants. All the ends of the earth have seen how our Elohim saves them. Shout happily to Yahweh, all the earth. Break out in joyful singing and make music. Make music to Yahweh with the lyre, with the lyre and the melody of a psalm, with trumpets and the playing of a ram's horn. Shout happily in the presence of Malik, Yahweh. Let the seas, everything in it, the world and those who live in it roar like thunder. Let the rivers clap their hands and the mountains sing joyfully in Yahweh's presence because He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and its people with fairness. And the names of God that we will encounter in our last psalm today, Psalm 128, is Yahweh, which means I am. Psalm 28, a song for going up to worship. Blessed are all who fear Yahweh and live His way. You will certainly eat what your own hands have provided. Blessings to you. May things go well for you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine inside your home. Your children will be like young olive trees around your table. This is how Yahweh will bless the person who fears Him. May Yahweh bless you from Zion, so that you may see Jerusalem prospering all the days of your life. May you live to see your children's children. Let there be peace in Israel. Today, we will drill down a bit more into exactly who Yahweh is. So the logical place to start would be the place where Moses encountered our Lord Yahweh at the burning bush. And that testimony is found in the book of Exodus chapter 3. The timeline is during the time that the Hebrews were enslaved in Egypt. So let's quickly consider the text using the NIV, the New International Translation of the Bible. 
Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Now here is a recording in Hebrew of verse 14 of God's answer. Okay, so I'm going to translate that into English. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. So to recap, because this is so super important, Moses asks for God's name, and God replies to Moses in Hebrew, Ehehi Asher Ehehi. I am who I am. Note that God identifies himself with being himself. Indeed, the name Yahweh essentially means presence, since God is called the one who is and was and is to come. You'll find that in Revelations chapter 4, verse 8. This threefold name of the Lord of hosts encompasses all possible states of being indicating that God is Lord over all possible worlds. The second thing that I really want to highlight and comment on is the instruction found in verse 15 that today was a dash of cold, frigid water in my face right now. Did you catch the instruction to you and to I? Let me read it again and listen carefully to the very last sentence. From the NIV, just to keep it simple, all English. God also said to Moses, Say this to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent to me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. What is the name you most frequently use when you speak of being are talking to the Most High, talking about the Most High. God, Lord, pretty much for me. And over these last couple of years, I have been leaning towards using Yah or Holy instead because those two terms are exclusively used for the name that God, Yahweh himself, provided for us. And yes, Yah is an abbreviation, just like Daddy is an abbreviation of Father, or as Jesus called the Father, Abba, and as we learn today, can even be further abbreviated to Ab, A-B. Whoa, (laughs) mind-blowing, and I really need to press in and talk to Yah, Daddy God, about all of this. Remember, my plumb line for me personally or the measure by which I vet everything is always God's living word and not what man says. 
So let's continue in a bit deeper into understanding Yahweh. Yesterday I covered that God's name is almost always translated LORD, all caps L-O-R-D, in the English Bible, but the Hebrew would be pronounced something like Yahweh and is built on the word I am. So every time we hear the word Yahweh, or every time you see Lord in all caps in the English Bible, you should think this is a proper name, just like my name is Denise, or whatever your name is. Yet his name is built out of the word for I am, and reminds us each time that God is He absolutely is. So number one, he has never had a beginning. Every child asks, who made God? And every wise parent should say something like, nobody made God. God simply is and always was. No beginning. Two, God will never end. If he did not come into being, he cannot go out of being because he is being. Number three, God is absolute reality. There is no reality before Him. There is no reality outside of Him unless He wills it and makes it. He is all that is eternally. No space, no universe, no emptiness, only God. Number four, God is utterly independent. He depends on nothing to bring him into being or support him or counsel him or make him what he is. Number five, everything that is not God depends totally on God. The entire universe is utterly secondary. It came into being by God and stays in being moment by moment on God's decision to keep it in being. Number six, all the universe is by comparison to God as nothing. Contingent, dependent reality is to absolute, independent reality as a shadow to substance, as an echo to a thunderclap. All that we are amazed by in the world and in the galaxies is compared to God as nothing. Number seven, God is constant. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He cannot be improved. He is not becoming anything. He is who He is. Number eight, God is the absolute standard of truth and goodness and beauty. There is no law book to which He looks to know what is right, no almanac to establish facts, no guild to determine what is excellent or beautiful. He himself is the standard of what is right, what is true, what is beautiful. Number nine, God does whatever he pleases, and it is always right and always beautiful and always in accord with truth. All reality that is outside of him, he created and designed and governs as the absolute reality, so he is utterly free from any constraints that don't originate from the counsel of his own will. And number 10, God is the most important 
and the most valuable reality and person in the universe, he is more worthy of interest and attention and admiration and enjoyment than all other realities, including the entire universe. Maranatha. Father God, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for continually pouring forth your grace and your mercy to us each and every day. We are so grateful that you have protected and preserved the whole counsel of your word that we find here in the Bible, that with each passing day, you are revealing new treasures. You are revealing aha illumination of all that you are, things that we have never heard or learned And it's truly a bit mind-blowing and wow, we're not even sure how to parse it out or to incorporate it into our life right now. Lord, we want all of you, the genuine Yahweh, and not just the generic word God that so many other idol worshipers use to describe the figments of their imaginings and their lusts. We want to worship you and you alone. Your word is truth, and it is relevant to our worldview here today in 2021. Thank you for the promises. Thank you for the reminders of all that you have done from creating the world's foundation and everything that we see in the night sky, the trees, the animals, and especially the incredible body that you have gifted to each one of us. We are so thankful for your love and for your faithfulness. Lord, today we read, Blessed are all who fear Yahweh and live by His way. Wow, we are in desperate need for the Holy Spirit to unpack this for us, to lead us in discerning and grasping your meaning of what it is to fear you. Help us to understand, Yah, that you do not desire that we walk through our days fearful that if we misstep, if we sin, you will cast us aside because that's not consistent with what you have dealt with your people of faith through the Bible and the gift of Jesus, your Son. Yah, we are asking that you will open our spiritual minds to understand, to comprehend how we are to fear you. We desire to walk right before you every single day and to be pleasing to you. We love you and we worship your holy name, Yahweh. In Jesus' name, amen. So moving on to our prayers until the Lord moves. Continued prayers for Carol, Dan's mom, who is even today still in the process of hospice, as her body and God's timing shuts down in these last days or moments of life. Dan specifically asked that we pray that the Lord, Yahoo is, will provide for his mom's comfort during the transition into the presence of the Lord in his kingdom. Let's also pray that the Lord will pour out grace upon grace and mercy upon mercy abundantly on everyone who is with Carol on this journey. Continued prayers for Stella's health, strength, and patience, as well as that the Lord will be very present and evident in Ralph's continuing healing journey 
from the back surgery earlier this year. Continued prayers for TC in Missouri as she presses in, seeking the Lord's will for her life, which path she is to take and what that looks like and what His timing is. Continued prayers that the Lord is ministering and providing witness upon witness to Laura's husband, who they live in Japan. Laura and her husband live in Japan, and that this young man will, his heart will soften, and that he will fall on his knees before Jesus and proclaim him, ask for his forgiveness, and proclaim him as Lord of his life. And continued prayers for the Chapman family and all that's going on with their house in Maui just ever how disappointing it is that the Lord will erase the disappointment and that He will bring joy in the morning and that there is a house here that where they're living that is perfect for this family's needs and that the Lord will bring it all together in His timing. And continued prayers for Bam and Lisa who are in Thailand and Bam needs to go through the U.S. Embassy to be interviewed before they will approve her visa to come and be with her husband here in the United States. Josh is a United States citizen, and yes, he did marry Bam about four years ago and adopted her three older children from um, her husband had died. So there are a total of five children. The older three children have gone to live with Um, her deceased husband's parents in Britain. Continued prayers from my mother, Judy, um, who has health challenges. Well, we all have challenges, but right now um, her challenges are slowing her down a lot and that the Lord's will would be done in that. Now, if you have a prayer request or perhaps you need a Bible of your own, a physical Bible that you can have for your own, or you have questions or you have concerns, the best way to make contact is through the email address. And the email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. Now, if you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you use WhatsApp, the number is slightly different. It's 1-470-240-1509. You can also make a connection if you want using social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. And that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.